Do you have an, an annual get-together, the original team? No, no. We, um, unfortunately, we're not as well organized as that. <laughs> and it's a pity because we, we should. Um, I think as, as, as footballers, we're kind of mercenary in that regard. You know, mm. it's, it's, you'll often spend one or two years with, with a roommate uh, who, or, and a teammate and then as soon as you leave uh, for a different club, you, you try to keep in touch, but you end up drifting apart. It's like a long-distance relationship, you know. Mm. It's, it's difficult to, to hold on to. And um, very much like we are with, with money and clubs, so, so we are with, with uh, friends. The clubs in South Africa, obviously, they, they don't have big budgets unless you play for sundowns now. Um, they got more people on the bench than the whole league, but uh, and they got the money and whatever. But uh, that's why a lot of our players are leaving, uh, and they end up in England, wherever, Belgium, wherever they, and then they don't want to play for Bafana anymore because some of the clubs yeah. won't. Play. There was a big problem about that. How do you feel yeah. about that? Uh, playing for your country, does that come first? Our country has always come first for me. Just, I've never turned down an opportunity to play for my country, no matter where where I was. Uh, but I understand the the predicament that the the players have, you know, um, because clubs overseas they've paid a lot of money for you, they pay your salary, and they expect complete uh, dedication, you know, um, and commitment. Um, but at the same time, wearing your your jersey is is. The ultimate I've, your country's uh, jersey is the ultimate um, I feel that man management uh, has let down um, our, our football it can, can be dealt in a better way through mm-hmm. communication um, and uh, I believe that uh, players should still take the opportunity to to seek greener pastures uh, not only greener pastures pastures in a financial sense but uh, just a, from an education point of view to go and live <coughs> excuse me in a in a different uh, country and learn a different uh, language it's it's great you know it's it's character building um, but yeah ultimately you should never forget your roots and always make yourself available for your country let's talk about the uh, quota system as far as rugby is concerned you are okay as far as soccer is concerned people a lot of people are saying um matthew booth you were the only one really if you think about it there should have been a quota system you know from the from the right side so to speak but how do you feel about that if you look at do you do you think they should choose the best team available but then once again you look at uh, the structures in south africa we're talking rugby now but football as well from primary school up club level that whole um the structure, do you, do you think uh, there's a lot of hard work to be done before they can even start looking at the quota system? Look, it's, um, <laughs> you know, in this, in our country, um, in my country, um, we, we often want to go to university before we've gone to primary school. And I think uh, football is, is very much the same as education. Uh, you have to set very good and solid grassroots um, opportunities for kids to reap the benefits. And we haven't done that yet after 20 years. We still haven't done that. Um, so you cannot expect a kid from Soweto or Dipslut um, to play rugby or cricket if they haven't been given an opportunity to do so. Football, on the other hand, has been very fortunate because it's always been multiracial. Even in the dark days in, in, in the 70s, Football established the first multiracial league 
So they broke barriers in that regard. And I've had to explain this a lot to, to people um, because a lot of people think that football is a, is a black sport and cricket and rugby is a white sport. That's not true, um, especially with regards to, to football. Um, I just so happened at that stage in our history that I was the only white player in that team. But previously, it's actually been quite uh, representative. If you look at Eric Tinkler, Mark Fish, you know, that team of 96. Um, and unfortunately, our development in, in football hasn't been great of late. Um, and therefore, we've lost not only white players, but we've lost a lot of potential colored players and black players as well, mm. you know, um, because of our lack of development. And if you look at our local PSL, if people come down to watch our games, there is actually quite a healthy spattering of of a mixture of players, you know. Um, it's a very complex um, situation and scenario, and we can debate and sit and talk about it for a long time, but people have to give kids an opportunity to take on that sport. If you don't take on, if you don't give them an opportunity, you cannot expect them to to play the game, you know. And when it comes to, to rugby and cricket, it's a very complex issue. Um, and I don't believe in a quota system. Um, I don't believe in, in affirmative uh, action. I believe that opportunities should be given. And if they if they had done that uh, in 94, 95, laid the foundation, we wouldn't be talking about uh, quota systems and affirmative action today. It's as, it's as simple as that, I feel. But you also, uh, you're doing a lot on, on school level. Uh, you've got uh, some uh, training and academies and stuff. We'll talk about that a little later on in the future of uh, football in uh, South Africa. Matthew Booth is here. We only have another oh, 25 minutes left. I'd like to talk to you until 4 o'clock tomorrow morning. We've still got so much to get through. Still want to talk about your wife and kids. Very important. Uh, oh, by the way, that Springbok Nude Girls song, Blue Eyes, uh, uh, going back to the 90s, I mean, uh, you, you were, that's when grunge started at Nirvana and those bands. A lot of South African bands did well then as well. The Springbok Nude Girls, uh, you, you like them very much. Why? Yeah, no, I know Carstens, you know, he's uh, he's been around, the group's been around, and they were they were probably one of my first albums that I actually could afford to buy um, coming out because I just started working. And um, they were they had actually they were one of the few South African acts during the time that had first made an impact overseas, you know, and I started to tour, and this was coming out of isolation. This was fantastic, you mm-hmm. know. And I've always stuck by that sort of, um, uh, stuck to that sort of kind of supporting local um, uh, is, is fantastic. I wish more people would do that. And, uh, you know, we've just, in the music industry, film, etc., uh, we've just, uh, our talent is just abundant, and we're making inroads at such a, a quick uh, pace after 20 years you know it's it's just been fantastic coming up next um i'm gonna ask you to select uh, i mean these are all your songs but we got daft punk <laughs> dj kent craig david with sting i mean what a brilliant song the smashing pumpkins your choice coming up before midnight uh visiting me uh tonight matthew booth three seven nine four twitter cost of one rand fifty we're gonna ask that question as well if you get it right we have two autographed and you sign those little footballs uh here in the studio and we'll send them to you so uh, stay in front of your radio thanks for the sms's coming in um hmm. what was matthew booth's number 
at the World Cup 2010. <laughs> I better get this right. Okay, give us a choice of three. What was the number of your uh, soccer jersey? Well, typically, centre backs uh, use number five, mm-hmm. number four, and the third option would be fourteen. Okay, so there you go. You got a choice of three. I can't remember now. <laughs> three seven nine four two across one rand fifty. Include your name as well, and we'll send you uh, one of those two autographed uh, footy balls. Okay, we're going to play a little game now, uh, Matthew. Uh, I'm going to give you one word. Whatever comes up first in your mind, you have to. One word. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, here we go. Color. Blue. Why? Everybody says blue or black. Why blue? You're not a blue bull supporter. Bill no, Sir. not at all. Who do you support? Uh, Stormers, of course. Okay, there's a bit of blue there. So blue, <laughs> that's a good color. Car. Uh, Aston Martin. What was that uh, you mentioned early on when you drove from Cape Town to Nissan, Pretoria? Nissan Central. That was also blue. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that car that's, now? Ah. Oh. It's uh, got passed on to my younger sister. Okay. Hand me down. That'll teach her. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you drive now? Um, Audi. Oh, do you enjoy it? Yeah, absolutely. The A1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Where are they now? A8, I think. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm a little bit down the pecking order. Okay. Uh, A5, but it's very economical, as one has to be these days Great. with the petrol price. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, TV show. I know you don't have a lot of time. Maybe now that you've uh, retired from football. Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. Um, I'm quite enjoying Empire at the moment as well. That's pretty good. Are you going to get up at three in the morning to watch Game of Thrones on a Monday? No. On Mo- when they, with the, the whole series, return. but at three in the morning? No, no. You're not I'm that not, obsessed? No. Just uh, PVR it, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> movie of all time, your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, amazing. Yeah, unbelievable. Brilliant. Yeah. And then movie star? Uh, I think uh, I've always quite liked, uh, you know, as a uh, male, um, Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. Um, what a voice. Oh. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, keeping it local, uh, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, Theron. Oh, sorry, Theron. <laughs> <laughs> Have <laughs> you ever met her? Yanks. Actually, um, that's, pr- that's one of the reasons um, I've always followed her was uh, I had the Great fortune to to meet her in the World Cup draw in um, during the World Cup draw in Cape Town, two thousand and nine. Johnny Clegg was on stage as well. Yeah, she was there. Uh, David Beckham came down. Uh, was on stage with Makai um, uh, and Tini, uh, John Smith. So that was a it was a, a great event. Did you chat to her? Did you have time to say hello? No, not particularly. Um, uh, D- David Beckham didn't didn't give me the time of day either. Um, <laughs> But that was to be expected. But I had a good good laugh with Makai and John. Uh, great, great guys. But if you spoke to her, you could have been in Hollywood now. You could have been The Rock or somebody like that. I mean, a villain. No. Okay. <laughs> Can you act? Do you like could, acting? I've got, got a face for, for radio, Bonnie. Can't you tell? Me too. Have you ever, uh, has anybody ever approached you to star in a movie or a TV show or something like that? I just recently did a stunt uh, for Isidingo. That's my uh, claim to fame. Uh, we did get approached. Um, myself and my wife for another uh, soapy which I think has been discontinued uh, but no um, apart from that done a few adverts uh, but yeah but you're on television super sport hey you, you yes um, I'm a I'm a football analyst now um, so getting my own back and and, and criticizing you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. right uh, let's move on to the next one a comedian uh, you, you sound like a, a funny guy and you love a bit of uh, comedy and stuff your favorite comedian 
Ah, it's uh, a number of local acts who, are, who I love. Um, Luis Ogola, mm-hmm. he's got a, quite a dry, sort of witty uh, sense of humor. John Flismas is also great. Uh, Nick Rabinovitz, who I mentioned earlier. Um, and then uh, Chester Missing. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, I always enjoy watching that. Uh, you know, but there's, there's plenty. I mean, uh, with our parliament, um, the way they carry on, I mean, there's just such great uh, material for them. So For no, radio as well. No Don't surprise. go away, guys. Stay there. <laughs> no more garbage jokes today. Barney and Friends. Barney Simon.